Hello friends, this is Vivek Bajaj, your friend, your guide, your mentor and your well-wisher. Friends, uh, you know that we have been doing this series called Face-to-Face -face Series where we have been trying to cover few very normal people who are doing incredible abnormal work in stock market. Some people I have met in my uh, experience, my journey of last 3-4 months of recording these videos and I tell you that I am a different person, I am a changed person. Today, I am in a lovely city called Chennai and uh, I have met, it's, it has been my uh, honor to meet uh, two very good people who are active traders in the market and uh, they have absolutely amazing fan following. One of the person I recorded recently and I have shared the video also in YouTube and now I have another superstar of market who has really come up well in last 3-4 years of his active uh, trading career at least in the public domain we have with us Jagan. Hi Jagan, how are you doing? Uh, great, how are you? Very good, very good. So Jagan, uh, we met uh, today and uh, you told that you also were one of the participants in the event which we did two years ago. It's, it's uh, such a great feeling for me to interact with you today in this forum knowing that you were also a participant and you enjoyed uh, that experience of learning and knowledge sharing which we had a couple of years ago. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Jagan, I've been following you on Twitter okay. and I've been following your work and I'm thoroughly impressed with the, the approach, uh, the attitude, the willingness to give it back to society, teach people the right way of looking at the market. And I've seen you sharing in your Twitter a lot of trade ideas as well, oh. which I believe you practice on your own. So that's the best way to share your experience with people and I think Twitter has done incredible work given all of us platform to share our honest knowledge with people. Uh, so that's how we got connected with you and that's how a lot of users are connected with you and they wanted to know more about you, your story, how it started, how you have evolved. I believe you also come from a very humble background so everyone wants to know about you and see if they can become the next Jagan as well. <laughs> So tell us about you before we get into the uh, nitty-gritties of markets. So uh, six years back, I was a, a typical software engineer. That's okay. how I started, and uh, 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 I became a, a reader by accident. Okay, so by birth I'm not a reader. Okay. So I'm not coming from the family actually who used to read the books regularly. So by accident I became a book reader. So that's how I started reading a lot of books. So one of the book I read is actually Rich Dad Poor Dad. Okay. So written by Robert Kiyosaki. Okay. In that book actually what he mentioned actually he mentioned something like uh, four quadrant. So, in which quadrant you wanted to be, you can read the book, you will come to know. So, uh, in order to make money, uh, we have to be an entrepreneur. Okay. That is the only way we can make money. Right. Okay. So, by being an employee or being a self-employment, actually you can't earn a big money. So, so that's how I started. Um, then I came to know that actually to become an entrepreneur, right. So, we need to do some business. So, what business will suit us? So, that's how I started. In fact, I started two to three business which did not work out. Right. The final one of which I came here actually is the stock market. Yeah. Okay. And I'm coming from the family actually, uh, wherein actually my father is also not having an account with the bank. Right. So think about actually stock market, stock market exposure. So whenever I watch the news, uh, if I see any news in stock market, we used to change the channel. 
So we don't have any exposure to the stock market. That's how we started. So, but once I read the book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. So a lot of things uh, 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 to learn from the book. One of the main thing he said is actually we need to spend a lot of money to the education. So we need to uh, go to the seminar, workshop, CD, whatever things we are to learn that we need to get it. So we should not look at the money. It's it's an investment. It is not expense. Okay, that changed actually. If you look at me actually uh, six years before, if you if you ask me to take a Xerox, I will enter the lot of shops where the cheapest one is available. That's yeah, how yeah. I was. Okay, then I spent money to go to the workshop. In the workshop, I listened everything about the cash market, option by option selling, future trading, everything. Okay, and one thing which attracted the option selling is um, uh, the trainer. Okay, he is not active trader actually. He is actually teaching what is what, what is option, what is high, what is low. That's what he teaches. He clearly mentioned that lot of fund managers and big boys sell options. Okay, I am coming from the background actually of a rich dad poor dad student. Okay, so okay. Robert Kiyosaki student. He clearly says that actually you need to copycat the rich people. So I decided actually I will sell options. So when I decided to sell option, that time I don't know there is a short strangle, short straddle adjustments, Greeks, expiry trade, right? So uh, those things I don't know. The only thing I know is actually big people sell options. That is the only key information I had. So based on which actually I decided to sell options. Right. Within three months of time, I came to option selling. So I did not go to cash market. I did not go to the futures option buy. I straight away came to the option selling, and and then I met Mr. P R Sundar after three months of time. Right. So I met P R Sundar and I asked him actually actually I deserve to sell options. He was really surprised actually. Within three months of time, how did he come to option selling? Right. <laughs> Because when people come to option selling regularly, uh, uh, they come to option selling after five years or six years of time because they try everything and when things are not working, then only they come to option selling. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so but but I came to option selling just because of my thought actually. Big boy sell option. I wanted to sell options. Mm -hmm. Then I learned a lot of things from the option selling. That's why I came to stock market. Fantastic! What a lovely story, and I'm sure a lot of users would resonate with this story because uh, he comes from that background which is. Quite a varied background, which is quite a specific background where a lot of people are from. A lot of IT engineers who are working in a software company now trying to look at stock market as a full-time career. So you could probably, or you probably are, for some people, role model, where you have shifted your occupation from a software engineer to a full-time trader now. So option selling is something which you adopted, and what a lovely reason for adopting it because you knew that the resourceful people the rich people in the market are selling option that's why they are rich uh, but i'm sure that only 3 month of option selling understanding would not have given you an immediate success so okay. tell us the journey like when you decided great that was point number 0 but today when you are standing at say point number 10 what was the journey at every level okay so once you become an option seller right yeah. so you don't need to be super brilliant to make profit because actually your success rate is already 80% mm -hmm. so you sell any options in option saying 80% of the time you are going to be right yeah. so that's how the initial success is based on the natural process of option selling yeah. but if you take the same thing with the option buyer future the initial process you, you need to go through the top process yeah. but option selling that time actually the market was silent so initially three to six months actually I was making profit and market was not that volatile when I was selling option. So I clearly making profit and 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 once the market is little bit volatile then I started learning little bit. Okay, so but to be very honest actually in option selling only one time actually I made a huge loss. Okay. And other than that actually in, in, in my six years of career actually I never made a big loss. 
and only one time i made 5% loss in my life oh wow so your track record is quite impressive because generally people say that in option selling every month you can make uh, 5% to 10% return that's what people say but there will be one month or one uh, six sigma event which will wipe off quite significant portion of that earning of last few years but if you are saying that your drawdown in a particular month was not more than 5% it's a great great achievement even in an entire folio actually i will not have a 5% drawdown fantastic fantastic i think all of us want to learn from him even though i've been running a prop desk with so many traders but i think this will be a quite a valuable video learning for them so tell us how do we all do this how do we arrive at a consistent profit zone for an option selling so in option selling uh, generally how people uh, come they try lot of things and then they come to option selling that's how most of the people used to come they try cash market future option buy option selling they come okay so when once they come to option selling what they generally do they sell a naked options right okay they sell a call and they sell a put and for the retail people option selling is equal to short strangle nothing else <laughs> okay and some people will do the short straddle that's it so they think that actually option selling is nothing but a short strangle and short strangle will have the highest pop a pop is nothing but probability of profit is going to be very high and 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 they get a confidence anything you do for one month of time you get a great confidence so that's how because if the market is less volatile or market is going to be range bound even it is a trending market if it is slightly up slightly down you are going to make a profit in short strangle right okay just holding you because i'm going to you know keep on asking you question in the middle also can you please explain strangle for our use just strangle is nothing but you are going to sell out of the money call okay. option and out of the money put option okay. Okay. and most of the time say for example in nifty if you sell options 500 points away from the spot right. Right. say for example nifty is going to be 11000 and 11500 call you are selling and then 10500 put you are selling right. and most of the time you are going to be right right so right. out of 12 months actually 10 months you are going to be right right and but 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 one uh, one or two months actually it is going to be trending that's how you are going to make a loss right okay but people will not look at that but actually people will look at the quick result and when you look at the quick result actually for one or two months actually if you are making profit they think that they are really talented that is why actually i used to tell the trader if option buyer or a future players are making a profit they can always raise the collar yeah. and if option seller is making a profit you are not supposed to raise the collar because you are not making profit out of the trend or you are not making out of a uh, profit out of any view you are making profit out of the time decay right it's right. a natural process okay right. and the but if option buyer or future players are making profit it is because of their talent okay <laughs> and and anyway actually if you make a profit you feel that actually it is a talent and then actually one day actually you will have a hit right. so one of the first reason you need to uh, understand in option selling is actually and big boys never sell a naked options big boys never do a short strangle and i am going to ask the question to the retail people if you are having a 100 crores will you sell put option for 50 crores and 50 crores call option you will never do it right so but when you have a 10 lakhs and 20 lakhs you do that right so the so first thing you need to stop the unlimited losses actually first never ever do the naked selling right right so if you are not doing naked selling then uh, can i presume that that means you are doing ratio trading no it is not a ratio trading ratio trading is also naked selling okay 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 because say for example you buy one option and you sell four option right. still three options are naked right, right, right. so it is it, it, i mean ratio spread is not a naked selling okay so uh, how do you define uh, a strategy which is not a naked selling in options for every sell you need to have a buy Oh, okay okay so it has to be one is to one then correct one is to one okay so so when you say that uh, ratio it should not be more than one is to one i mean you exactly. can't do one is to two one is to three 
because your net exposure still remains there in the market. Right. The moment you, you do one is to one, you are to certain extent hedged right. in the market, right? right? Can you please explain with an example? Say for example, actually, um, uh, Nifty is 11,000 right. and then 10,500 you can sell and 10,200 or 10,100 you can buy. Oh, okay. okay. So you are actually buying out of the money option and selling in the money option. That's interesting. And selling is option is for business and buying option is for insurance. Oh, and you are ready to pay a small premium because you are buying out of the money options. Right. So you are ready to pay a small premium as an insurance. Right. If anything which is extraordinary happening in the market, you are at least protected with that extraordinary. Exactly. But you know, typically I have seen the retail investors, uh, when market goes in their favor, the option which they have bought, typically they sell it off at a profit. And the option which they have sold, they retain that sell position because they feel that now I'm, I've made money so I can take that risk of selling the option. Do you think it's a good strategy? No, I don't think so. So when you execute these kind of trades, both have to be squared simultaneously? Yeah. When you enter also, you need to enter the same time. When you exit also, you need to exit the same time. Right. So again, just take an example that market today is say 11,000 and market uh, based on the analysis. And I'm going to get into that, that how do you do that analysis what will happen to the market because the first thing first required is to make an assessment of where the market is going sure. but let's say example that market is going to go to 12,000 that's my analysis now how do I play with an option with that you need to sell put I need to sell put yes. okay so you will always look out for a sell opportunity uh -huh. you will not buy call I will never do that okay so typically you will sell uh, 11,000 put or 10,500 it's based on the premium okay and each strike price has unique premium yes. because every strike price has a unique implied volatility so that that's why the premium right. is unique. You want to just quickly touch on to this that why premiums is different for different strike price? It has to be right. So because actually the distance is matters actually based on the uh, 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 volatility and based on the expectation the premium will be different for each strike price right. and how much danger it is. Say for example, the, the option which is very near to the spot is highly dangerous, will have the higher premium. Right. The option which is far OTM will have a less, uh, I mean uh, vulnerable to the movement, so it will have the lowest premium. Right. So we need to choose the appropriate premium and sell options. But how do you define that appropriate premium? Is it something which comes from experience or is there any cheat sheet for that? Actually it, it came from experience, uh -huh. but, but, but when I analyzed myself actually, how I am looking at the premium, this is how I look, I mean my internal feeling. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah. I analyze myself what I found and say for example in high weeks you will get a better premium in for OTM in low weeks actually you will get a uh, premium um, only near to the spot okay. okay so I always concentrate on the premium this premium I choose based on the uh, return uh, expectation uh, I mean based on the ROI on the margin okay okay say for example nifty if they have the margin block is uh, 1 lakh rupees right. and your return expectation is 2% right. so wherever you get 2% return actually go and sell it oh that's an interesting formula yeah because actually uh, sometimes back actually I was having a formula of 25 25 rupees 50 rupees so for bank nifty I had 50 rupees right now I'm, I moved to 70 rupees because it based on the uh, return expectation out of that strike price just want to clarify this point friends uh, it's a very important and very unique perspective he's giving Typically, we always look at the quantum of option premium which we are investing or which we are getting. What he is adding to the perspective is that he is saying that look at the margin requirement for that underlying. 
and see the price of the premium and see whether it is giving you that kind of a return on capital which you have deployed and accordingly you participate in that premium. That's a very interesting perspective. Right? Actually speaking, option selling is not a trading. Option selling is a, a lending business right. and you are lending the money for interest. Right. So say for example, some people will say actually, uh, Jagan, you are selling for 25 rupees, 50 rupees right. and what is the profit you are going to get? Right. But the thing is actually, say for example, for Nifty, it is 12 rupees is 1%. Right. If you sell options for 12 rupees, right. it is 1% ROI on the margin you are paying. Right. And say for example, you are selling options for 60 rupees in Nifty. Right. And you are getting 5% for the margin you are paying. Right. So it is highly dangerous because any business you do in the world, if you are expecting 5% on ROI, right. I mean the probability is actually is less. Right. But if, if you sell options for 2%, the probability is very high. Right. Right. And if you are selling options for half a percent, it is not a worth business actually, then you can put your money in empty. So talking about return on equity, just want to extend that point before I get to the other broader point that how much a full-time trader should expect a return on equity per month and per year? I would say actually you can expect 30% per annum. 30% per annum. So maybe there will be months where you make 5% per month. There will be bad months also. So if you look at on a quarterly basis, maybe 10%, 8 to 10% per quarter. Friends, we are talking about 30% per annum. So it's not per day or per week. It's <laughs> per annum. That's a problem with the mindset of people that they want return very fast. Especially in options with the onboard or weekly option. Everyone has started considering weekly return for themselves. And they want 10% return on a week on week basis, which could be quite dangerous, isn't it? Obviously, it is dangerous. Especially as a seller of the option, you will be taking an abnormal risk if you want 10% return per week. Yeah, right. going to the other side of the discussion that sure, option selling is interesting. It needs a special specific art and skill. But ultimately, your strategy will start from a point where you decide what will happen to the market. And I guess that's where you use technical analysis as a tool to figure out what will happen in the market. So talk about that theory, how, how you have practiced technical and how you identify a trend in the market. Uh, generally, um, um, I don't use it for positional, mainly I use technical for intraday yeah. and especially uh, for the last three days, I mean Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday I use these technicals yeah. and especially after post lunch it is very powerful because I tr predominantly trade in Bank Nifty. Bank Nifty is very famous to give a violent movement after lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a very light uh, lunch. You should not sleep. <laughs> Within five minutes, actually, it can go 500 points, 600 points without no news, nothing. Okay, so yeah. Bank Nifty is just for the namesake, it is index. Otherwise, it is a stock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I use this techniques mainly for breakout, either in upside or a downside. If there is a breakout, then I will do the adjustments or I will cut my positions. Right, yeah. right, right. But what are the tools which you use in technical? Are you keeping it very simple or you are also it's trying to complicate it by? Okay. I predominantly use the ADX indicator. Okay. So this indicator is the only indicator I know actually. It's mainly to show the momentum. It's not the trend. Okay. Right. There are a lot of indicators available to show that trend. Even when you're moving average crossover will tell you that trend. MACD also will tell you that trend. Right. But the thing is actually most violent movement will be shown by this ADX indicator. Right. So there is a book you can read ADX Lens. AD Excellence. AD Excellence is the name so of the, the book. book okay. actually, so you can read the 300 pages. It talks only about ADX. Right, right, right. So because you are an option seller, you are more interested in measuring the momentum, right? right. Less no. on the trend. Is it so? No. No, no. 
and people will say trend is my friend uh-huh. okay but actually speaking for option of seller the trend is the enemy right okay. right okay so whether the trend follower uh, may or may not know the trend but option seller should know the trend right. because that's where you are going to make a loss right okay so in trending market you need to cut your positions there is a wrong assumption in option seller uh, i mean retail option selling uh, most 99% of the retail people they think that they can always defend the positions by adjustments it is not really so right. they think that actually even there is a 1000 points movement in nifty even 5000 points in bank nifty you can adjust your position it is not really so there is a, a, a scenario wherein you need to cut your positions yeah so so that scenario mainly because of that severe trending so you should know the trend so in order to know the trend actually you need to follow the technique so when you say that there would be scenarios when you have to cut your position and typically when people are selling options or buying option they have this mindset that either i will i will invest that premium or i will eat that premium totally that means you are saying that there should be a stop loss absolutely so how do you put stop loss in options we can put stop loss i mean wh- what should be the theory what should be the science typically people who trade in i mean i am meeting so many people all over the country and premium is such a thing where people say that okay i will invest or okay i will get that premium at home people don't keep stop loss in premium that's a principal problem So, what should be the science behind putting a stop loss in premium? Very simple. So, uh, in option selling, the pop is very high, but doesn't mean that it is hundred percent. Right. Okay, even you are ninety nine percent right, one percent you are going to be wrong. Right. I know some people who sell for for two rupees, three rupees. One day they will get a blow. Right. So, there actually, actually, you need to stop trading. So, you need to have a stop loss. Generally, say for example, if you get two percent ROI, that is a high probability trade. Right. But if you are having five percent or six percent ROI, actually, that will have a low probability trade. Right. So, very simple. If you are having, if you are selling option for two percent, if it comes to five to six percent, say for example, you are selling option for twelve rupees, twenty uh, four rupees in Nifty, Correct. which is two percent, right? right? If it comes to seventy two, seventy five, you need to cut it because you are you are if you sell options for seventy five rupees, which means that actually you are expecting five percent, six percent ROI on the margin you are paying, yeah. which is highly dangerous. So you need to stop it. So then stop loss could be actually as uh, as uh, I mean reflected as a premium also. Yes, absolutely. And convert that into ROE. True. Say for example, the market is not moving anywhere, mm-hmm. but Sometimes actually the market will not move anywhere. The weeks will will increase. The volatility will increase. Right. In such a cases, this twenty four rupees may go to seventy two. Right. That time also you need to exit. So basically, friends, uh, a random way of uh, cutting an option is that I enter at twenty five, and the moment it 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 comes to thirty five, I square it up. That's very random. But the way he is promoting is, or he is suggesting is that look at the ROE. If at forty ROE comes to four percent, that means there is a high risk. Do you want to carry that risk? I'm sure you would not like to take that kind of a risk because your risk management or money management or capital allocation would not allow you to trade per trade for a four percent, five percent risk. So you better exit that trade, right? So, Javan, out of say ten trades. Uh, how many trades do you think should be right trades and how many could be wrong trades? Generally, actually, uh, in option selling, seven trades will pass. Okay. Okay. Uh, one trade will threaten you. Right. Okay. Will go near to the stop loss. Right. And one trade you can do the adjustments and try to come with no profit, no loss. Right. Okay. Right. One trade you need to stop. Right. 
And Jagar, if I want to ask you that uh, you trade predominantly Bank Nifty, have you ever tried trading stock options? No, I never tried. I tried in in startup my career. Okay. Then I came to know that PR Sundar said actually don't trade in stock options. Okay. There are a lot of issues. Then I stopped it. And what about Nifty options? Nifty options, I don't trade much actually. Only ten percent of my volume. I do predominantly with the Bank Nifty only. Uh, because of the volatility, you are comfortable. Because of the volatility, because of the premium, the firefighting is better in uh, Bank Nifty. Yeah, yeah, bit, but but the adjustments are very tough with the Nifty. Adjustments are easy with the Bank Nifty. Right. And do you also trade options of the major components of Bank Nifty to kind of hedge or de-hedge no, yourself? Only no, Bank only Bank Nifty. So you are kind of married with Bank Nifty. No. You are. So what would you suggest for our users who are also Bank Nifty traders who want to aspire to get into Bank <laughs> Nifty as their career? I would say actually uh, for the beginners you should not trade in Bank Nifty. For the beginners you should trade in Nifty okay. and positional. And monthly, don't come to weekly. First, you try in next month. Right. Then you come to current month. Then you come to next week. Then you come to weekly. Wow, fantastic! <laughs> What a lovely and simple suggestion he has given to then us. Then you come to Bank Nifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Bank Nifty is some people call it India's Bitcoin. <laughs> It's too volatile for a weak heart to uh, to manage. Jagan, a uh, couple of last questions before we wrap up this video. uh if someone has to get inside the market and make a full time career uh, as a full time trader how long will it take to become confident about the market i think you at least it takes 2 years of time consistent profit if we make right. and if you are getting more than uh, double the salary of, uh, of i mean double the salary as a profit then you can take a call right and uh, uh, so for these two years you don't recommend people to leave their salary and join this market do part time uh, yeah part time you can do but but don't leave the uh, and but when you do part time you can't do intraday trading then it has to be purely optional uh, uh, position based yeah yeah that. true intraday you can't do but you can do wednesday and thursday after okay. 2:30 you can do okay so just I one think, hour show i think lot of software companies have they realized this wednesday and thursday from 2 to 3:30 <laughs> No team member are going to work on their products, <laughs> which is fair because after all, uh, software. Guys because when I started, I was doing expiry trading from two thirty to three thirty for the initial two years. Oh. Because I did not get a time, so one hour only I do. So that's also one theory, guys. You can adapt that from two thirty to three thirty expiry days or a one day before expiry. If you can allocate some time out of your full time occupation for a period of two years, learn the art and science behind the market, behind the options trading. and once you are confident that you will make double of your monthly salary that's the time you have to press the trigger that i can go ahead. and very important thing you need to have a stop loss for the all the trade you are doing in intraday it's very important even your expiry trade and you need to have a stop loss right. if you are doing a positional trade for every sell you have a buy because positionally if there is a gap gap about gap down actually the, your stop loss will not work right so positionally you can't put a stop loss for the position right. so you need to have a buy option for intraday have a stop loss It's very important. Right. Oh wow, Jagan, you are uh, incredible. I mean, I'm meeting you after two years, and I can see a different Jagan altogether. So I'm very happy and very glad that I recorded this video, friends. I am sure that you must have learned a lot of things from this video. Uh, we have tried to keep it very short, very crisp, and very up to the point. And he's someone you should look at in when you are building up your career as a full-time trader, especially if you come from the software background. Thank you, Jagan, for recording this video. It's a pleasure for me to come down to Chennai and record you. And I incidentally recorded Mr. Sundar video also. So I'm sure that my audience, uh, especially the English-speaking audience, 
who have been after me to record an english video they will be quite excited about this new video and they will be definitely helping us in our endeavor so thank you for helping us in this endeavor very selfless exercise thank you for giving your time friends uh, this is me uh, for this video for the time being i want to say bye to you but before that you know what to do if you are not part of villain markets channel you have to be part of this channel we are something we are doing something incredible so there is no harm in becoming part of the channel and anyways there is no cost associated so there is no reason why you should not be uh, do press the bell icon because that will suggest that someone is there on the door and you should open the door because the new video has arrived and uh, you you can write comments uh, you can uh, give comment to me to jagan we'll make sure that uh, we'll request jagan to be active on his video <laughs> and reply to your comments if you want to criticize go ahead we love criticism because we are learners of market no one mm -hmm. of us stays says that we are expert of market so do that and uh, keep uh, keep yourself safe look at the market very constructively positively don't be in hurry market is here we all are here we have lot of time to make money give yourself lot of time to absorb this market to the fullest stay safe have a great life ahead thank you for watching this video